Hello, my friend, Joshua Boswell here, and welcome to another episode of The Writer's Life. Hello, my friend, Joshua Boswell here, founder of Copywriter Marketer. We're talking about focus and how to get your mind to focus on the things that you need to be focusing on, because the reality of it is your mind is like a stage. And there's really only one scene going on at the stage at the same time. Imagine trying to watch a movie that had split screen and had four or five different scenes that were all interlaced and interrelated and were dependent upon each other to really produce the overall movie, but you were watching them simultaneously on a whole bunch of different corners of the screen. Well, a lot of people try to live their life like that. They try to have multiple things going on and have multiple distractions, all of which are interlaced and interconnected, and all of which keep interrupting and disrupting each other so that they're never actually getting the focus that they need to get the job done at hand. And the problem with this is, is this kind of lack of mental focus creates a high level of stress inside your body. It creates a high level of uncertainty and it creates a high level of confusion. And the reality of it is, is that every time there is confusion inside of your system, it creates inactivity. You stop, you freeze, you begin to isolate, you wonder what to do next. Additionally, when you lose focus at hand, you lose the ability to develop the mastery that you need in any given category of your life, whether that's thinking optimistically, whether that's producing or creating a new skill inside of you, whether that's producing a new bit of content, whether that's creativity, it doesn't matter what it is. And the reason for that is because we as human beings are optimized for efficiency. So anything that we do repeatedly creates a neural path inside of our mind that then gets wrapped in what's called myelon sheaths inside of our nerve nervous system, effectively it creates a super highway for us to do something. So this action that I do a lot of times on videos, I've done it so many times it just comes natural to me. The smile on my face when I do and have these videos is a natural thing because I've done it over and over and over and over again. It's just part of who I am. And if I was constantly like smiling, then frowning, then doing this, then that, and was never like really focused on one thing then I wouldn't, I wouldn't gain mastery over that thing. You've got to have consistent focus on a thing to gain mastery on it. And that's why focus is so very, very important. And what happens is a lot of us wake up in the morning, we come into our offices or into our workspace, and we start down one path, and then we move to another path, and then to another path, and then to another path, and yet we never quite accomplish anything. And so we're not certain whether we're making progress. We feel confused about the direction we're actually going. We have uncertainty about our ability to produce and to create and to see a final product and to have closure in our life on any given particular project. And so the net effect is, is our efficiency and our ability to address stressful situations and our confidence when that there are crisis is way, way low. And it affects our wellness, our overall feeling of vitality, our overall feeling of well-being, our overall feeling of joy and peace and happiness. It impacts all of that. So what do you do about it? What do you do to get more focused and to create the things that you need to create in your life? Well, I want to talk with you about creating what I call a focus board. 
is a very simple focus board. It essentially consists of three major elements and three components to each of those. So a total of nine things. And the great thing about this is, is these end up being sequential. Well, the first one really isn't, and I'll explain that in just a minute. But these end up being sequential. In other words, you're only focusing on one thing at a time, but you're having, it's like, again, think of a play. You bring one scene out, and then you run that scene until it's done. And then you move the scene off and you bring the next scene in. It's like being, you know, on bay or at bat and, you know, in the hole and in the and in the uh, the pen, right? So it's like you've got these things stacked up in your life and you always know where you're going. And it's a fluid, linear, consistent, transitory thing so that you can start and get things done and have the confidence that you can focus long enough to achieve things. So when crisis comes, you've got a process and a plan. You know that you can tackle something new, something different. So let's look at what these each of these components are, and we'll talk about them briefly. My suggestion is, is that you create a board similar to this. You can design it or develop however you'd like. It doesn't have to be this big. It can be on a single piece of paper. It can be on a little whiteboard that you, you know, put, it can be, you can print it out. It can be on a whiteboard. However you do it. But the idea here is, is that you have a focus board so that every time you come into your office, every time you transition from one project to another, every time you, you know, begin your day and go through your process, you're looking at this and you're saying, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm focusing in my life. And it just anchors you. It allows you to establish intentions and allows you to stay focused. You build this out once, you review it. As you get things off of your focus board, you add new things on. And it's just a very fluid, powerful process. But it allows you to stay disciplined and focused on things that matter most long enough to allow them to grow and to become in your life. I can give you a great example of this. For so many years, I hopped from one project to another to another. When I decided to be a freelance copywriter, I decided, you know, I just can't keep moving to all these different projects and all these different disciplines and all these different things. And I decided I was going to get super focused. And I was going to do just one activity that really moved the needle and changed my life. Now, we're going to talk some more about this in the productivity section. This is just the focus section. We'll talk about productivity in a bit. But my thing was I knew that I needed to make cold calls every single day. Yeah, you probably don't like cold calls. Don't want to think about that. But the fact is, is that that was my modality for getting clients at that time. It's all I had. It's what I needed to do. So I decided that I was every day... I was going to focus and I came into my office every day and I had a scoreboard. I had a thing on the wall, a focus board like this, and I had a thing on the wall that reminded me what I was doing this for, and I'm going to talk about that here in just a minute, reminded me what I was trying to achieve and reminded me about the next major goal that I was trying to accomplish, the milestone that I was trying to hit. And I would visualize that, focus on it, and then I could step up to the plate and be at high performance levels and achieve the things that I needed to achieve, okay? So let's look at what this is. Now, your board is going to be customized and personalized for you, but it's gonna have three major categories, and I'm gonna fill in some stuff here, but again, remember, some of these things you're going to fill in are gonna be different because you're different. You're gonna have different objectives, have different things going on in your life. So let's look at this first one. The first thing that you should have on your focus board, the first thing that you should remind yourself of every single day 
and probably multiple times a day is what I call your aspirations, okay? Aspirations, what do I mean by aspirations? Aspirations are the ideas or, or the things that you want to become. This is not the stuff you want to accumulate or the money you want to have or the places you want to go. It's who, down inside you, you want to become. It's your purpose. And I'm going to add this aspiration. And you're going to have three key words. So I like to think about who I really want to become and what, what I want my legacy to be. And just deep down inside, what kind of man am I striving to be? Because all the other, th you know, I mean, everything that I do, all the activities, all the goals, all the plans, all of these things should build up to and accumulate to helping me achieve the kind of person or the aspirations that I want to have in life. And so I can boil all those down into three very simple words. So, for example, in my life, I've got a very specific focus of the kind of person that I want to be. The first one is I want to be completely, totally, unconditionally loving of other people, of other people. And so I would have one of my keywords here is loving. Okay. Now your word would probably be different, but this is one of the things that I really, really want to become. This is the thing that I want to be identified by as someone who just loves other people and respects them unconditionally, regardless of where they're at, what their station is in life, what their income is, sexual orientation, lifestyle, whatever it is. I want them to know that I see them, that I hear them, and that I love them. And so loving is a major piece of the puzzle for me and an aspiration that I'm striving to achieve every single day, every single day, okay? Now, you're gonna go through and you're going, so this is one of my aspirational words here, and you're gonna go through and you're gonna identify three of your aspirational words and what those things are, and you'll fill these sections in. And so this might be, you know, aspiration number one, two, and three. And, and I don't know what it is for you. So I'm only gonna give you one of mine because I don't wanna predispose you to think that you need to be that way. I want you to think about who you want to become, not what you wanna have, what characteristics do you want to uh, 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 assume, develop, and who do you want to become? What's your legacy at the end of your life? Those are three things that you want to be thinking about. And if you'll focus on that every day, what happens is, is you see what your actual priorities are and what needs to fall out of place and what needs to come into your life. It allows for an enormous amount of mental toughness and discipline in choosing to do certain activities. Because you can always come back to these three keywords and go, hmm, does this help me become a more loving person? Or is this just going to frustrate me and aggravate me? Or what's this going to, you know, how do I, how do I actually become this? And you're going to think deeply about what those things are you want to achieve. And you're going to write down those things. So I'm just going to fill in the blank here. I'm just going to say this is keyword number one. And this is key number two. And this is key number three. And these keywords, again, are going to remind you about who you want to become. Now, I personally, I only have this on a board where I can see it regularly, but I've got it on a phone and a reminder on my phone. And every day, three times a day, these, my three words pop up and I just read them really quick. And I remember, oh yeah, that's why I'm doing this. This is, 
This is who I want to become. This is what I want to be in my life right now and at the end of my life. Like, this is really a key part. So aspirations, getting those three key words about who you want to become is absolutely essential for your focus. Without this foundation, I promise you, you'll feel like you're spinning your wheels. You'll be like, ah, I don't know what to do. And with this focus, for example, at the time when I was doing the copywriting, building that business, my aspirational intent was to become the world's greatest husband and father that I could possibly be. And one of the definitions in my mind for that was to be able to provide financially for my family. That meant I had to make money. And to make money, I had to make calls to get clients to do writing for them. You see how the aspiration of being the world's greatest husband and father defined the activities that I did and where I focused my time and what opportunities I looked for. It was an anchor and a foundation for all the activities that I did and allowed me to focus on areas that mattered most in my life. So my first assignment to you is to decide who you want to become and then write down three words that represent who that person is. And then remind yourself first thing every single day and then multiple times throughout the day of those three words so that you can remember and stay focused. It'll absolutely help you stay focused. Number two, the second area on your focus board is going to be your goals in three key areas. So your goals in three key areas. A number of years ago, I went to an incredible three-day event. We locked ourselves, and we didn't lock, but we basically isolated ourselves into a room. The room was beautiful, soft couches, immaculate furnishings, the best food that you could possibly imagine, health drinks. I mean, they just completely and totally took care of us to the, I mean, nth degree. It was an amazing environment where we got to shut ourselves off from all of the stuff and focus in and set goals in different categories of our lives. And in this particular thing, it was amazing. Every day we focused three days and every day we focused on four specific areas and thought deeply. So over the course of the three days, we thought deeply about 12 categories in our life. Now, it was an awesome experience and it was, a, it was really transformational in a lot of ways. But what I found was is that I just wasn't clever enough to always be focusing on or to think about or to process 12 specific categories in my life. And eventually I looked at it and I realized these 12 different areas of my life were broken down into three specific key categories or key areas. And I realized that of all the things I could be doing, there were three things that I could do that made the biggest difference. And if I had limited bandwidth and limited energy and limited focus and limited resources and limited time, what was the most important thing for me to focus on? And I realized that it was these three areas. And I'm going to submit to you that trying to focus on too many things all at once 
can be hazardous to your success. Not only that, but it'll create confusion. Be like, well, maybe I should focus here or maybe I should focus there. And again, in confusion, there's always a lack of confidence and a lack of courage. And that will disrupt your ability to succeed, thrive, and survive when crises, when challenges hit. So you want to be able to have that focus so you can achieve what you want to have achieved in life. And you want to have the clarity. And I think that the best way to do that is just to look at three major categories or three major areas in your life and set a specific, tangible, easy to achieve, or not easy to achieve, but measurable and achievable goal inside of each one of those categories. So what are those three categories? The three categories I'm suggesting that you focus on, number one is relationships. I find that in all the people that I coach and consult with and work with and deal with, the number one struggle that people have is in their relationships. You know, they say if mom ain't happy, nobody's happy, right? Or you can say if Bob ain't happy, I guess people can be happy at dad's time. But anyway, the point is, <laughs> little joke there. But the point is, is that the relationships, the, the, the loved ones, the family members, the friends, the coworkers, the boss, human relationships end up being the number one factor in our success or failure. And if we can get this right, then we can usually get all the rest of the categories in our life right. And so think deeply. I like to think about relationships in terms of my relationship with God, my relationship with my, with my dear Margie, my wife, and my children, family, and my relationship with friends, and relationship with business associates. Now again, if you just think about the relationships in your life, what's a specific goal that will move the needle and help you improve relationships in your life? And you'll notice that my key aspiration is being loving. And so I have a key goal of improving my relationships by being more loving. You see, these are interconnected with each other. This helped me establish this focus, and this focus helps me become this person. Hope to, I hope you understand that. And so you think about goals, but in relationships, I can measure this, right? I can measure the quality of the goal of the relationship, whether there's open communication, whether there's joy, whether there's connectivity, whether there's unity, whether there's um, civility despite you know, unity, maybe differences, etc. Am I celebrating those differences? And so I can look at different areas that are important to me in relationships and I can track that goal and say, oh, I want to achieve this or have be able to measure this at a certain period of time. This one, I, I will admit, by far, this one takes the most thinking to make it measurable and achievable, but it's totally doable. Now, the second category is in your physical health. And we're going to talk more about that in the subsequent sessions. But the reality is, is your physical health. I, I realize that, man, if my physical being doesn't have enough energy to produce the outcomes that I want to create the lifestyle that I want, then I'm at ground zero. It doesn't matter what else I do. I'm stuck. And I've always said that health, I, I define optimum health as the energy to achieve the things that matter most to you, to become the person you want to become. I want to be a great husband and a great father. And for me, part of that definition is I want to be active with my children. If they're out running around and playing and jumping and swinging and swimming and dancing and doing all that kind of stuff, I want to do it with them. I want to have those experiences with them, and if my health is poor and I don't have that energy to do that, then it doesn't matter. Now, again, I recognize 
sometimes there are health issues completely out of our control. But for most people, that's the rarity. Most of us have the health that we deserve based on how we live and what we're doing. And that great news is we can increase that and improve that based on our lifestyle choices. And so you want to set some specific goals in the health category. Maybe it's a weight goal. Maybe it's a fitness goal. Maybe it's a nutrition goal. Maybe it's an energy. Whatever it is, you can set a specific goal in that category and then remind yourself. Now, question comes up is how many goals should you have in each one of these areas and remind yourself of each day? No more than three, preferably one. Preferably one. Just set, set a specific goal to achieve one area in relationships, one achievement inside of your health. And then finally, the last one is, is in finances. So in your finances, and this would include business or whatever you do to generate money. And again, I've discovered that everything that I want to do in life inevitably has a price tag on it. Have you noticed that? Inevitably, it's got a price tag on it. It's like, well, I would love to get healthier, um, but that means I have to buy different food, and sometimes that's more expensive. I would love to have better relationships, but that means I need to spend more time with them. And if I'm spending time with them, I might be having opportunity costs in my business. And so there's a price tag to everything, right? There's a price tag to everything, and you have to balance that. But these three areas, these three areas, I find if you can have a, a specific goal, three at the most, but one specific goal that's simple, that's measurable, that's achievable in every one of these categories, and you can remind yourself of that every day, it transforms the activities that you do and your ability to focus on a given category. Now, let's talk about number three. Let's talk about number three. Number three is possibly the most rubber meets the road, tangible, this is going to define my day-to-day -day routines and operations, more so than like these sort of trickle down to generate this next section right here. And that is this, the next milestone. Here's what I mean by this. Let's say you've got a goal in your health so I've got a goal in my health to be able to run a seven minute mile. Now, if you're a runner, you're gonna laugh at that. My boys, they can run like four and five minute miles. I mean, they're nuts, they're crazy. They can run a mile twice as fast as I can run a single mile. But that's okay, I'm, I'm come to grips with that. But the, <laughs> my goal is seven minute mile. I wanna be able to run a seven minute mile. And to do that, I know that there's significant milestones I have to hit. I can't just say I'm gonna go run a seven minute mile. My body just won't do that. So I need to lift weights. I need to do high intensity workouts to increase my stamina and increase the strength of my heart and my lung capacity. High intensity workouts definitely increase that and do that. I need to go out and I actually need to run and I need to time myself. I need to have milestones seeing that I'm checking down. Okay, I'm going from eight and a half minutes to 8.15 to eight and I'm just clocking that down and eventually breaking eight and moving into seven and I'm seeing that that progress is being made. Well, each one of those progress points, whether it's for weightlifting or whether it's for a high intensity workout or whether it's for actual time on the mile, each one of those represent a milestone that I can focus on, I can achieve and check off and move down to the next one. And my suggestion to you is, is to have three major milestones in your life at a given time. So you focus all of your attention on number one and then you move to number two, and then you move to number three, 
and number three becomes number one and you replace number two and you create a number three and you just keep rotating this up, rotating this up. But the biggest challenge that I see that people have in their life is, is that when they're looking at a focus and getting things done and achieving things, the challenge is, is that they've got a bazillion goals, massive checklists, huge task lists, projects all over the place, and you look at them, you're like, wow, like, where are you focusing? Uh, oh, about six years ago, uh, I was feeling totally overwhelmed. I was feeling locked up. I was feeling, you know, stressed out of my gills. And, and I reached out to a mentor who had helped me in a major transition period of my life before. And I reached out, his name's Randall. I said, Randall. I says, I need your help, man. He says, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling like I've got way too much to do. I'm feeling out of focus and distance from, you know, really what I want to achieve in life. I said, I just need your help. And he says, okay, send me all the stuff that you're doing and all the projects and the goals that you're working on. I want to see everything that's on your mind. Just do a total brain dump for me. I want to see what's on your brain. And then let's have, let's talk. So I sent him, I wrote it all up. I sent it off to him. And a couple days later, we got on the phone, he said, Joshua, I figured it out. I know exactly why you feel like you have too much to do, you're not focused, and you're stressed out. And I know the, exactly the solution for you. And I was like, oh, Randall, this is awesome. Let me have it, man. Tell me. I, I just was so excited to get a solution to this. And he said, the reason you feel like you have too much to do and you're overwhelmed and stressed out is simply because you have too much to do and you're overwhelmed by all the things that you're focusing on and it's creating stress in your life. I was like, uh, I, okay, I knew that. Like, you're telling me what I knew. He says, you have to focus. You've got to focus. He says, I'm going to allow you to have one major milestone you're working on at a time with two as backups. And that's it. You can have a wish list, a dream list, a sometime maybe later list, but you've got to simplify the major areas that you're focusing on in your life. And when you do that, it'll achieve, you'll be able to achieve so much more. It was about a year later that I had an opportunity to go to a private mastermind joint venture session between Perry Marshall and Rich Sheffron. If you don't know those names, you can look them up. They're geniuses in the business development space. And there I was. You know, just a lowly little copywriter at the time, <laughs> marketing consultant. And I'm at the table with these just amazing, like, titans in the industry. And, and Rich jumped up on the board and he drew out a diagram similar to this, where he says you've got project one, two, and three. And what do most people do? They give energy to one, some energy to one, some energy to two, some energy to three. And what happens is you never get the focus to create momentum and mastery in each one of those categories. He says, instead, much faster way is put all these in a planning, you know, pause mode, but you know they're there, but they're, they're coming, and focus all of your time, all of your team's time, all of your attention on one significant milestone. Get that done. And then take all of your energy and focus it on the next one, and then on the next one, and rotate things up and create new ones to add to that list. So you've always got one that you're focusing on and two in the wings that you're going to address, okay? Now that means if you stall out on one, then you can move to the others. Okay, now, here's the deal. Write this stuff down. This is your focus board. And you're going to know on your focus board, you're gonna have three keywords that you that remind you of your aspirations and who you wanna become. You're gonna have three, your three goals 
in, in each of these categories, the most, probably only one goal in each of the category that you know you're trying to achieve and become in your relationships, in your health, and in your finances. And then you have one major milestone that you're focused on and that you're working toward. You might be able to achieve that milestone in the morning of the first day. Fine, make it your sole focus and then move the next one up. And then each night, reset these milestones. But always be having something that you know is your prime primary focus and you're going to get that done before you move on to the next area of focus. Focus, focus, focus your mind and have 100% clarity because clarity breeds confidence. Confidence breeds courage. Courage is the number one emotion feeling that we need to tackle crises and problems and difficulties and to go from stagnation and move off plateaus and create greater success in our life. Sound good? Okay, next session. So, so your assignment, just so we're 100% clear, your assignment is to create, to create your focus board. This should not be difficult. Think about your aspirations, your goals, and your next milestones. Get clarity on that. Put that in front of you every single day on a piece of paper, on a whiteboard, reminders on your phone, whatever it is. Put this together so you have this focus board so that when difficulties hit, when crises hit, you can go back and go, okay, this is my focus. I'm just going to go here and create the success that I want to have in my life to overcome, to achieve. Sound good? All right, great. Next up is we're going to look at the next aspect of mental health, and that's optimism. Can't wait to share that module with you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye now. If you are ready to take your writing business to an entirely new level, and you've wondered what it would be like to have me coach you through the process of taking your writing skills and turning them into an incredible lifestyle, a lifestyle filled with things that matter most to you. Then I want to invite you to go check out copywritermarketer.com coaching. Inside of our coaching programs, I give you over 20 years of experience in business and in copywriting. I share with you insights and secrets that I have learned from not only building my own substantial, successful writing business, but also the insights that I've gained from working with literally thousands of other writers just like you, writers who are looking to turn their skills into an amazing lifestyle. We cover four major areas inside of the coaching program. Number one, writing skills. How do you know when your writing skills are good enough and how do you take them up to the next level so you can really take on those big clients that pay substantial fees and really help you get the lifestyle that you want? So we look at writing skills. Number two, we look at marketing. It's no fun to go chase after clients. It's way better to have them come and chase you. And so I show you the insights and the secrets of creating marketing systems that allow clients to find you, to pre-qualify you, and for you to pre-qualify them, and to attract the clients who really are going to help you create the lifestyle of your dreams and help you to have fulfillment as a writer. And do all that automatically so you're not out there chasing clients. And then we look at the mindset piece. How do you have, how do you overcome your fears and have a winning mindset every single day? How do you overcome obstacles and struggles and challenges and all that crazy stuff that happens to you and I simply because we're human beings? 
help you walk through that process so you can have high performance thinking, success thinking, and successful mindset so you can tackle anything that life has for you and enjoy life to the fullest, which brings me to the fourth area that we look at inside of our coaching systems and programs, and that is lifestyle. How do you take all this once you've got the time, once you've got the money? How do you take all this and turn it into an incredible lifestyle, the lifestyle of your dreams? And how do you manage that, manage your time? and really live life to the fullest. We address that and give you secrets and insights that we've gained and that I've gained over the years working with some of the most successful people in the world. So again, I want to invite you to go check out your different options, copywritermarketer.com slash coaching and see which system is right for you. And I look forward to being your coach and walking you through the process of taking your writing skills and turning them into the lifestyle of your dreams. I'll talk to you soon. Bye now.